0: Fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans.
1: Makes him off to the third he's gone! He's gone! What a move!
0: It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros... He goes
2: to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted!
0: ...from the fantasy heroes.
2: Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone.
0: Buckle up your chin strap for the Fantasy Fix.
2: Always a pleasure to talk fantasy football with our pal Michael Harmon, SwollenDome.com. Mike, take you back to last year. Jay Ajayi, a huge surprise. He finished in the top five in rushing, in part because he had back-to-back 200-yard rushing performances. Now he's on his way to Philadelphia. What's the fantasy value in a rotation that includes LeGarrette Blunt and Wendell Smallwood?
0: Figure we got to bounce him up a bit. You're playing behind a better offensive line, more consistent downfield passing game, uh, and that's me being very nice and understating the fact, uh, and, the, and the fact that you have him in the past being a good receiver out of the backfield. I think that'll be more on display. So, uh, a guy who's been at the back end of the number twos uh, can probably get back to that back end number one where he would have been drafted so long ago, uh, based on those high expectations and the glory of those five or six monster games that he. Had had a year ago, but now you still have the specter of LeGarrette Blunt stealing away the goal line and short yardage touches, but running between the tackles, again, with Wentz under center should make things a lot easier.
1: Mike, is Will Fuller going to keep up his production, or the concern that you finally put him in the lineup that he puts up a stinker?
0: Well, there is that, right? When you have as many touchdowns as he has per, per catch, uh, a ridiculous rate of return, I mean, if you'd, you know, just parlayed it week over week uh, in some kind of mutual fund account. Uh, you would paid off in great dividends, and you can have your island and retire. Uh, here we're, we're looking at what what we have with Deshaun Watson uh, and the downfield passing game being just immense even this past week in a rough spot with a lot swirling around. Still went after the Seattle secondary. He's still worthy of a third wide receiver slot. There are going to be a couple of bust games in here. You can't score every week uh, unless he becomes the outlier in the, in the new – uh, MetaHuman, uh, if we're going to take the X-Men and all our fun science fiction movies in. It's Halloween. we got to get some weird stuff in here. Uh, so, for Will Fuller, uh, he's been, again, based on where you would have drafted him or picked him up off the wire, uh, tremendous returns, but we have to expect some bumps here along the way. Uh, probably a guy I'd be looking to sell high perhaps if I needed some help at running back or at the tight end position.
2: To use your arbitrage analogy, are you buying Kelvin Benjamin in Buffalo? We know he had a outstanding rapport with Cam Newton. When healthy in Carolina, how's it going to work with Tyrod Taylor?
0: Uh, he going to Work to a better uh, catch radius, right? With Cam a bit erratic, so that's where the the wingspan of Benjamin came into play. Taylor a little more uh, methodical and, and accurate in, in the passing game and desperately in need of a number one wide receiver. Uh, so we'll look at him and we'll take him as, as a mid-number two with a couple of number one spots uh, once he, he's got this full offense uh, under his belt. But for Tyrod Taylor, uh, he's the big winner in this whole process because with Charles Clay sideline, they've been making plays and LaShawn McCoy getting back into the good graces of fantasy owners and dominating once again. But Tyrod Taylor getting himself a true number one uh, is is just a tremendous second-half ad.
1: So the situation with T.Y. Hilton and the coach prevent you from using him?
0: At this point, yes. At this point, a guy who would have been drafted as a back-end number one wide receiver in that 9-12 to 12 range is on the outs having to be ranked as a back-end number three uh, or desperation flex because you've got a couple of big-time Productive games in there, but remember those were against San Francisco and Cleveland uh, many miles ago uh, on the road he's a non factor every other game you're looking at fewer than sixty yards except for those two blow ups so uh, right now it's just very difficult to get him in your lineup unless you're in a deeper league where guys are able to hold uh, hold guys on the bench you know it, that the trend has been to shorten benches and promote more waiver at wire activity, which would give you a shot to go find someone to replace him. Uh, but there are going to be those that, just by sheer desperation, have to keep him in, hoping for one of those one fifty performances.
2: And Michael, because you live for minutia, and I know you love that word. Eugene is T. Y. Hilton's given first name, but you knew that, right? Yeah, friends call him T-Y. Eugene T-Y. I, know, I know everything.
0: I'm I'm just uh, a savant.
2: Eugene! Well, Eugene. we used to say idiot savant. We just go savant now because it's 2017. Fantasy analysis. we don't idiot savant
0: anymore. That's another <laughs> with, phrase we've lost. With,
2: with an old friend. I can say that because I've known Michael since 2006. No, Mike we, we Harmon. We were a lot worse to each other back then. <laughs> it was a different time then, Mike. I'm not going to talk about snowflakes here in 2017. As we think about what's going on with the Giants, I'm not going to say it's a mutiny, but but... but we have another suspension on defense. This time it's the guy we call the Jackrabbit. No Janoris Jenkins for the New York football Giants on Sunday. Rams are loaded with weapons. Could it finally be a Sammy Watkins siding at the Meadowlands?
0: Oh, everybody would love to see that. Coming out of the bye week, you have to think that was a big part uh, of the offense. If nothing else, just sitting him down and saying, we need you to run out every route, okay? And here's a number of instances on tape where – I know you thought you were off the tape, but we, we have that spider wire we get to see now, so we see when you take a playoff. So for Sammy Watkins, they need him back in the mix if they're really going to make a push uh, at this division. You know, Todd Gurley's been fantastic, and with Cooper Cup, a little bit of Robert Woods here and there, uh, that that's fine, but they need that dominant number one that they brought him over from Buffalo to be. Uh, and against the Giants with no Jenkins, here's a shot as a high-end number three wide receiver. I can't push him that much higher because I need to see him actually finish off a game. We've only had one big performance. Everybody jumped on board, uh, and he's disappointed ever since.
1: I wish the Chargers could actually go back uh, to San Diego because I, I think the fan base probably was a little bit bigger there. But in the past, even though they were really bad, uh, Philip Rivers was still a good Q, a fantasy QB. Is he, is that still the case for him right now this season?
0: We, we've had a couple of decent spots for him, but the consistency hasn't been there. And, and that's the disappointing thing when you look at all the weapons, and, and certainly you're salivating, thinking about Hunter Henry and Antonio Gates still able to sit down and get your big first downs and, and red zone looks in theory. Keenan Allen finally healthy for a full run. Tyrell Williams, you just go all, all the way down the line. I don't know about, you know, obviously you, I'll defer to your your time in the league, Hey, Philip the almost getting to where he's throwing the ball underhand, Cordell.
1: Yes, he is. Almost like that, a that, um, uh, Bernie Kosar, It's
0: huh? a little more odd uh, each and every week, I think.
1: Yeah, it's like a Bernie Kosar almost, kind of, sort of. I, I agree with you. Mike Harmon does it all.
2: Quarterback mechanics, hot takes. That's why he is the Swollen Dome. Go to SwollenDome.com. Michael, Jimmy Garoppolo on his way to San Francisco. Won't start this week against Arizona. But when he's ready to go in a couple weeks, what's the fantasy value?
0: Well, we'll take a shot. You know, there's going to be a couple of spots on on the radar, certainly for QB two uh, positions for dynasty leagues. People that had been sitting on him, wondering when his new where his new home would be. Well, uh, he's now found one. He's no longer uh, the backup in New England. Just uh, you know, the guy that everybody said, oh, there's the two best looking quarterback tandem you have in the National Football League. No, uh, he's off to San Francisco, and you got Pierre Garçon, uh, but you don't have much else in terms of your downfield passing game. So, uh, question in terms of how he's going to be able to integrate other players. And Marquise Goodwin, the the speedster, everybody keeps waiting for him to pop off. But he did do it in Buffalo. He's done it only a couple of times here. Uh, in San Francisco, otherwise really just running wind sprints up and down the field. Perhaps Garoppolo will be able to change that, and for Carlos Hyde uh, with a little more consistency downfield, maybe he can become the running back that everybody anticipated. So I, I think when we're looking at him overall, we'll find a spot or two uh, on the schedule later on that I think he'll be a fantasy viable. Certainly worth an add and a stash, because at this point in the year, as much as you're looking to improve your roster and find your wins and play your best line You also have to play a little bit of defense with those bench positions. This is an opportunity to do it.
1: How big of a hit is Mike Evans taking with Jameis Winston's poor play this season?
0: You know, we, we look at Evans overall, he would have been the top seven or eight wide receiver drafted uh, as we got into the season, and Winston, between the injury and just being erratic, uh, it's certainly uh, has hurt tremendously. We've only had one or two games where he's been a real factor, four touchdowns on the year, and, and the average of only 74 yards and 30, 39 catches, five-and-a-half isn't getting it done. So uh, when we look at him on a week-to-week basis, now in those mid-number-two wide receivers, uh, you can't bench him because the target count is too high, uh, but certainly the inefficiency and ineffectiveness of Jameis Winston uh, starting to cut into those fantasy returns, getting ready to get that big bust stamp slapped on him.
2: Very nice. I'm looking forward to you showing up with a prop if we could do videos again. You'd have that giant stamp. much like let's say Gallagher 2. I wouldn't put you in the ranks of the original Gallagher. You played the smaller venues in the late 1970s. Michael finally, as I'm really jumping into the hot tub time machine with you. We used to record videos around Halloween. You recall I refused to put on a costume. Remember that? Circa I 2007, 2008. Yeah, that's Ryan one of my bits. And
0: whatever <laughs> they were able to convince me to wear. Yeah, so, I know. Cordell, you love
2: this. Poor Mike would dress up like an apple. I'd be sitting oh. there wearing a suit and makeup, and that was the bit.
1: That's, he, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the costume right there. That's but go the ahead.
2: bit. Swollendome.com, dot com. The etymology. Ooh, on a big word Tuesday is you have a large head. Yeah. Do you scare children on Halloween with that jack o' lantern head of yours?
0: Well, there is. There, there's a little bit of frightening uh, level to it when you add a mask. Uh, I used to wear giant papier-mâché heads I, because I had the big head. They would always say, ah, you could do this role, too. Uh, and then they'd put a papier-mâché head on me and, and run me into posts uh, to get back at me for crushing them on the practice field. So uh, everybody had their revenge, and they, they got everybody in on it. So certainly the kids, you know, I'm a, I'm a friend to, to babies. I'm a kindred spirit there because they're little people with big heads. So they like me a lot. Uh, but once they start getting a little bit older, it's, uh, you know, this guy, this guy's a little odd. Just to put Especially it in context. start spouting out random statistics and telling them why their second receiver stinks, uh, it really goes downhill fast. No,
2: it's, it's like you have Tourette's when it comes to fantasy football. How large is your head? What's your hat size?
0: Uh, I'm down to a seven and seven-eighths. Down to? So you're off the steroids? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wean off a little bit, trying to get lean and mean so that maybe my head will fit into a video frame <laughs> should you I, uh, and, and Cordell start working on that kind of side of things here.
1: Well that's, that's that's pretty impressive to shrink it though. That that's I thought once the head was there, I thought it was done. So well, he's is mean, down to seventy-seven, eight, you, right? I
0: mean, you start having, having some of the bone structure and stuff, and you lose an inch. Mike, and you're and not ninety, not good for anybody.
2: Mike, Mike, you're not going through old age yet. But I'm glad to hear that the head is now a bit more reasonable. But remember, it's well, the that
0: a hair helps there
2: too. Well, that too, but it's that large because it's filled with fantasy goodness.
0: There's no question about it. Pop culture, fantasy goodness, and uh, well, enough random factoids to. Uh, fill the water cooler discussion for days on end
2: thank you michael have fun with your kids tonight
0: peace and love you've been listening to no huddle with brian weber and former steelers quarterback cordell slash stewart live on the nfl on tune 20
2: 15 10 5 touchdown
0: the national football league is on tune in